When we created LCC Connect in 2022, it was our intention to create a podcast platform that connects our college with the community and our community with the college. Since that time, LCC Connect has grown to include over 20 podcasts focused on a wide range of topics. All of these podcasts are either funded by members of Lansing Community College or activists within the mid-Michigan community. Now it is time to go behind the scenes with a brand new show we call Behind the Connection. And today, Behind the Connection, we welcome our newest member of the team to LCC Connect, Jim Owens. Jim is a member of the counseling staff here at Lansing Community College. And Saturday, October 21st, that's going to mark the premiere of his new podcast and radio program, and it is called Headroom. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we all need a little more room in our heads. (laughs) We do. Uh, Although lately, I have been looking at my head thinking it's huge. I don't know why. Oh, interesting. I think it's because I cut my hair. You have a different haircut today. Yeah, I I cut my hair, so it makes my head look bigger. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Anyway, welcome to the show, Jim. Thank you. Uh, So glad you could be here, and I am so glad you could be a part of the team. I was very, very excited Mm -hmm. about this program uh which we'll get into in a little bit first let's give some some details some insight as to who jim owens is Mm -hmm. and uh you you know the the one thing is i always when i first got to know you i kept Mm -hmm. wanting to call you tim owens you know why (laughs) that you know why no why that is uh the dude that was in uh, judas priest he replaced is tim ripper Uh, owens yeah was the temporary singer of judas priest so that's what i think of every time that's a compliment i'm gonna take that as a compliment (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> anyway, let's get the details. Yeah. So what 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 got brought you to LCC? Why yeah. are you here? What do you do here at the college? I came to the school a long time ago, 30 mm. years. I celebrated my 30th anniversary as an employee of the college this summer. Mm. And I came yeah, here. You, yeah, you, you're definitely. You, <laughs> I, I've, been I here, I've been Well, I've been here since 99. So you're always yes. one of those people yeah. that has been here longer than me. And every time I see you, then mm. I go, that dude's been here longer than me. He's even longer. Yeah, <laughs> he's old. Um, <laughs> So I, I came to school here. I graduated high school in West Michigan, but I came to school here to go to college for free because my mom worked here. So we got that free tuition. Take the free when the you can get it. I took yep. the free. All my friends were going off to university. I said, I got a free college waiting for me in the middle of the state. Yep. I would have done the so same. So I came here. Um, my dad was a builder. So I was going to go into the kind of the trades, but I was going to study architecture. I liked house building and house design, um, but I didn't want to like swing a hammer all day. Yeah. Kind of like drawing, yeah. kind of like drawing a little bit more. And the weather, you had to like, you know, I helped him frame houses in December, January, February. Oh, see, I, I was, I was, you know, I'm, I get envious sometimes of the construction guys mm-hmm. as I'm driving by at certain points in the summer, mm. fall. Yeah. But yeah, once you get to winter, you're no. like, oh man, I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> it, yeah. It, it can be fun and rewarding, obviously, but it was not for me. So I came to school here to study architecture. But we appreciate what they do for no, sure. No, we love, we it. do. We need them to do, do what they do. <laughs> um, but when I came to school here, I got a job right away as a student employee mm-hmm. and I got hired onto the orientation staff. Mm-hmm. And the way they did orientation at LCC back then was they hired about 20 students to do peer advising, to give tours to other new students on campus and to help those students learn about the services on campus and help them set up their fall schedule. Oh, we wow. did not have academic yeah. advisors yeah. back then. We had counselors who did vocational career and academic counseling and some personal counseling. And our boss was one of the licensed professional counselors. And I figured out, even though I was studying architecture for one, two, three, four semesters, in that time working as a peer advisor, I was having a lot of one-on-one conversations with students about what they wanted to do with their lives, what classes they wanted to take, what major, why, what they wanted to do with their life, as I said. As you're trying to figure your own stuff out. (laughs) Yeah, and I was like, you know what, this one-on-one conversation is about the meaning of life and what you want to do with it. And 
these people's backgrounds and telling me why they're inspired to do the things they want to do. Right, right. I was like, I want to do more of this. And my boss was a counselor and I worked with all these counselors and I was like, their job is cool. These are great people. I think I want to do this. So I changed my major like almost everybody does at some point. We, uh, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I, yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, I'm not going to get into my story. Yeah, but go yeah. on. <laughs> and some of us go back around to where we started, but I, I, I turned left, went into uh, psychology counseling. Uh, and then I, I continued to work at LCC all while I finished my different degrees. I was sometimes an academic advisor, sometimes an admissions counselor, sometimes a financial aid advisor. Mm -hmm. But most recently, I've become one of the mental health counselors at the school. And that's the team I work on now. Okay. All right. And some of what you we're talking about right now, you actually cover on your podcast with your guests. True. Uh, we'll dive into that a little bit. But first, you know, I mean, it's cool that you were actually able to figure out what you wanted to be when you yeah. grow up before you completely grew up. Totally. So tell me, what's the most rewarding part of your job? What do you look forward to? Well, there's probably two things there. One, I've worked at LCC for 30 years on purpose because like you, I'm qualified to work in other places, but I love the mission of the school. I love that we are on the ground floor where anybody can come here and start getting an education in, in a field, a discipline, a vocation, something. Mm -hmm. I love that. We're totally accessible. I love that mission of the college. So every time I step foot on campus every morning, when I'm walking to my desk, I'm thinking, this is where I want to work. I want to work. Yeah. And I call it the ground level because I'm kind of you know, given an elbow or yeah. snub to the higher universities that we call them. And those aren't accessible to everyone. So I love no. the fact that we are. And then I love the fact that I can't believe this happened, that my life turned out the way I wanted it to. I get to be a mental health counselor here. Yeah. Like I get to help students who are working really hard on something that's extremely difficult. It's not easy to go to college. It's not easy to persist in college. And while they're doing that, stuff happens to them in their mm -hmm. emotional life, their personal life, their social life, whatever. And I don't want to see that interrupt their progress. So the fact that I get to be here to help them maintain or get through something really difficult or resolve something that's been sitting on the back burner that college is a pressure cooker. And, and it, it is. And it, yeah. and it, it, it raises the temperature on that stuff that they kind of had buried for a while. And we just deal with it and they can move on then. They, they're free. Like my whole job is to free people from their mental, emotional distress. Yeah. As best I can. And I, I can tell you that uh, my time when I was uh, in a university at Michigan State, yeah. I, I could have highly uh, utilized a resource like that. And it's yeah. great that we have that here at Lansing oh, yeah. Community College. And in addition to that, I will also tell and share with listeners mm -hmm. that I actually took a little bit of a mental health break myself this earlier this summer. Yeah. And it was one of those things where... I, prior to even leaving, I, I remember mentioning to Lane, uh, he helps me a lot with mm -hmm. what we do here at LCC Connect. I remember mentioning to him one time that I really wanted a mental health show because yeah. I feel like that is, yeah. uh, become more and more, um, I don't want to say important, but it, it's just become more, there's more awareness about yeah. it now. Mm -hmm. And I, I think without the awareness that we have here at the college, I wouldn't have felt comfortable doing what I did. Oh, that's, that's good. And it's awesome that I felt comfortable enough yeah. to say, Hey, I need to stop for a little bit. Yeah. But anyway, I got back and there in my inbox <laughs> that had been probably waiting for the entire time that I was on this probably. break, uh, was an email from Jim stating, yeah. Hey dude. And I'm paraphrasing yeah. here. Hey dude, I'm yeah. interested in starting a podcast yeah. revolving or connected to uh, mental health. Yeah. And uh, thus, I was like, yeah. yeah. That's what you want to do. That's what I wanted. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's what you wanted. So I invited you over. You came over. We talked a little bit about yeah. it. So now share with listeners what they can expect from Headroom. So Headroom is, um, it's a 
time for me to sit down with a colleague, somebody who works either in higher ed or in the mental health field, and the two of us have a conversation about what do we need to know about taking care of our mental health? Mm-hmm. I could have come on the podcast and just given a lot of information, kind of like a professor. I could have given lectures and stuff, but I really wanted students and the rest of the community to hear the stories of other people and, and what they have learned about mental health because we can all learn more about it. And I also get my guests to kind of share some of the struggles that they've gone through in life and how they got through them because I want to instill hope. I want to encourage people that we're all going to face mental health challenges in our lives. And the people sitting across from me in the studio, they figured out how to get through it. And you're going to hear that week after week after yeah. week after week. And I hope that that says something. All right. Yeah. yeah. And I, I, again, I'm just so glad you got on board to do this. And yeah. I think this is going to be a valuable um, conversation, not only for our students, but mm-hmm. I think for people outside of the college as yeah. well. Uh, so now do you share my belief uh, regarding the mental uh, health awareness? Like, do you feel like it's, there's something that's changed where, where, where it seems like there's more thought about it? Yeah, I think it's becoming more obvious. It's kind of like the climate. You know, it's becoming more obvious that mm-hmm. this is a thing we kind of are going to have to deal with. And uh, I agree. I think that there's more awareness around mental health. There's more freedom to talk about it in the public square. There's um, more publicity, more public figures are talking about it. Celebrities mm-hmm. are talking mm-hmm. about it. People are not ashamed to come on and talk about it publicly as much as they once were. Um, so I think it's definitely changing now. I'm not happy with where it's at yet for two reasons. One, I don't think it's normalized enough. Hmm. And two, there's not enough therapists to meet the need. That's what I'm finding. I have people call me at least not, not, not at the school. We have, we have availability at the school, um, but we're, we're pretty full, but we've got some availability um, in the public arena. It can be a three to six month wait. Yeah. And I, I mean, I, I, I think I found a therapist fairly quick. Uh, it was probably about after about two or three weeks still wow, though. Great. It still took me a little bit. Good. Yeah. Uh, and that was me getting right on it. Yeah. You know, as soon as That's I hit good. that break. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to extend on that a little bit. Yep. And the fact that I, I was curious to know what your thoughts are since 2020, do you think the awareness mm. has gone up even more? Do you think the need for it is greater? What, what's your thoughts there? Ooh, I could cite the CDC statistics from memory for you that, oh. okay. So what happened in 2020 is 18, back, to, 18, to, 20, <laughs> 18 to 24 year olds, roughly about 40% of them struggled with a mental health issue, major mental health issue mm-hmm. starting at that point, And it seems to have persisted in, in essence, their mental health struggle doubled in number of okay. people affected. And it's all across the board. The number two most prescribed class of drugs in the United States are antidepressants and anti-anxiety meds. Mm. So the uh, pharmacies all day, number one drug going across the counter is lipid regulators, cholesterol meds. The number two drug going across the counter every day is anti-anxiety or antidepressant. It's a massive issue that I think we just can't pretend isn't a massive issue anymore. No, A lot of us are struggling. Um, it is primarily anxiety, depression, and the different flavors, if you will, of those two things. That's largely what, what we're seeing. And I will say one other thing, in the United States, the number one mental illness in the world is depression. Mm-hmm. But in the United States, it's anxiety by two and a half times percent or 250% that you would see the rest of the world over. Really? So this is a very anxious culture, a very anxious society. Do you have any uh, speculation? Part of it, I think, is rooted in our individual, our rugged individualism mm-hmm. in the U.S. Like, don't show any weakness. Mm-hmm. Keep working. Strive forward. It's you. Plow ahead. Right. Um, I think there's some of that. Um, it's a kind of a pressure cooker to succeed in this culture on your own, I think, is probably 
as much as I could say about it right now. And tell me, what kind of impact? I mean, you kind of brushed on it a little bit yeah. here and there. Yeah. What what impact are you hoping this show will have? Well, number one, to normalize. I mean, I just want my biggest mission at the school with this podcast is to educate, but also to normalize, to make it a normal conversation to talk about emotional and mental health. That people just, we ask each other about the sports. We ask each other about what our kids are doing. We talk about the weather, which is a, a fun thing to talk about in Michigan because it's, you never know what you're going to get. Um, but I think mental health and emotional health should be one of those things that we just naturally talk about because it's so germane to what it means to be a human being. We're all having an emotional experience all the time. We're never fine. No. <laughs> How are you doing today, Dedalian? Well, you know, and that's, and, and that's the reaction to a lot of times we get, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. I'm great. I'm good. Yeah. yeah. It's all good. Uh, and it's funny because, uh, we actually just did a, a recording with you and somebody else yesterday. You guys came in yeah. and you yeah. guys could tell I wasn't yes. in a great mood. <laughs> yeah, we could tell. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it was one of those things. It's one of those things you do. Uh, and I will also tell you that, you know, myself as a pretty even keel person, yeah. it's hard to recognize that in yourself. Yeah. Sometimes. yeah. Yeah. I think that's fair. Uh, I think, I think we've kind of hit on it a little bit, but if you want to elaborate on what you think is uh, important about this show for our community, not yeah. just the students, but the community in general. Well, we all get health classes in school, don't we, about physical health and exercise, and we all probably know we're supposed to get our 30 minutes of walking every day and all these things, but I don't know how, many, uh, how much skill people have really around what they're supposed to do, the basics, the fundamentals, the essentials for mental health, and there are some. Yeah. This is a thing we've been studying for pretty seriously for 100 years in the world of psychology. And we know there are some fundamental things that you just have to do to take care of yourself emotionally and mentally. First of which is to be emotionally expressive. Like when we call you yesterday and we're like, you're having a feeling, go ahead and label it and speak it. It'll feel better when you do that. And it does. <laughs> that is the thing. And that was the thing is you guys, you didn't really drag it out of me. No. <laughs> but, but I did. I elaborated a little bit. And actually I did. I felt I yeah. felt better after acknowledging yeah. to myself, yeah. not only you guys, yeah. but to myself that yeah. I was not in the greatest of moods. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Headroom is the name of the show. It is going to be premiering on the 21st of October. So next Saturday mm -hmm. here on LCC connect 89, seven FM. If you listen on the radio and of course I keep saying listeners, but uh, this is uh, video being videotaped as yeah, well. Yeah. So there is the vodcast version. Oh, uh, I don't know if our uh, our video engineer has the screen up, but if he he wants to pull it on up, uh, he can. I've got the. Uh, this is what I'm hoping to do, like with all the behind the okay. connections. We got the random question generator up. Uh, I'm gonna have you grab the. Uh, oh, cool. Yeah, this, I don't know what's gonna be asked here, and neither does Jim. <laughs> But this is from Drum our good roll. good friends at the uh, I think Washington State University is Looks what this like is. A, yeah, give it a click. click for, what story does your family always tell about you? Oh man, that's a that's the that's random, a nice random question, question like of the it. day. Um, <laughs> I was gonna say the way they describe how I every story they tell me about me is that I'm dramatic. Dramatic? Yeah, they they say I should have gone into the theater. I can't stand honestly. I know I'm gonna lose some fans here. I don't like musical theater at all. <laughs> I don't like when things are embell overly dramatized and stuff. But whatever it is that my family talks about me, they're like, "You're always so dramatic," and I'm like, "I don't see that about myself." Isn't that interesting? I don't see that about myself, but they do, so it's hard to deny. But I guess they would say I'm very dramatic. I would say. You know, I don't know. Maybe we haven't had enough of these conversations. Mm -hmm. But from what I know, you seem mm -hmm. pretty chilled like me most of the time. But now I'm going to be looking for the drama. Well, I am an enthusiastic, expressive. It's hard for me to sit still and talk to you <laughs> like this. But like, 
I get, and I do like, if you saw me at home telling a story, I use all the space. <laughs> Fair enough. So I, maybe that looks what looks dramatic, like I'm on stage. I don't know. All right. His name is Jim Drama Owens. Yep. <laughs> He's got a new show coming up October 21st here on LCC Connect. It's called Headroom. Thanks so much for coming in talking with me here on Behind yep. the Connection. Thank you. Botanade is going to be gone now. No, no, no. no. We'll do it again. It'll be fun. (coughs) Listen, I'm a studio musician. I know it's take two. Right, right. Take two. This is LCC Connect. Voices. Vibes. Vision.